Hmm. I wonder as I wander out under the sky. Happy holiday. Welcome. Happy holiday. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. What's up, happy lifers? Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did. All those you who maybe have never listened to, maybe this is one of your first podcasts that you've listened to, or one of the first times you've been introduced to Happy Life Studios. And to those of you that are in that category that haven't heard us much or heard me much, uh, just let me say this. Not all who wander are necessarily lost. Because <laughs> sometimes it feels that way. Sometimes it may sound like that. At any given moment, I have about... 15 sentences all begging for my attention while I'm trying to keep a coherent thought going I've got rude sentences interrupting me saying I'm better than that sentence you're about to say and sometimes they're right and I have to change midstream so that just kind of for all the ADD and dyslexic and others out there you have found your podcast (laughs) for all the people that kind of wonder what in the world I am up to what I am doing I apologize, but hang with me. Uh, And there's plenty of speakers out there that are very linear and very organized in their speaking style. I am not necessarily one of them. I am more chaotic, but there is is organization. So not all those who wander are necessarily lost. And those of the happy lifers that have listened to me before, you certainly uh, understand that by now. But to all of you happy lifers out there, you don't wander, you more wonder what in the world I'm going to say next or what I just said or what I'm going to do next. (laughs) So I wonder as I wander out under the sky and I'm just giving you a classic example right now and of my mind. (laughs) So anyway, I, that's what I want to talk about today. Not wander as much. I want to talk about wonder, not W A N D E R, but I want to talk about the W O N D E R today. Because there's some things that I'm just, I'm wondering about. Like, who is round John Virgin? And if we're going to sing about a large guy in Christmas songs, do we have to mention that he's a virgin? I mean, why, why can't we just stick with Santa Claus if we're going to talk about large men on Christmas? <laughs> The other thing I wonder about is, um, who is Harold the angel? And why do we have to hark him? I mean, why do we have to hark the Harold angel? And what kind of angel is named Harold? It reminds me of It's a Wonderful Life uh, with James Stewart, where his angel's name, I believe, is Clarence. And, and, and Jimmy Stewart says, uh, you're, you're kind of a... Uh, what kind of a name is Clarence for an angel? And uh, you're kind of the angel that I would get. <laughs> so... 
You know you're in bad news if your angel's name is Clarence or if it's Harold. But if you're in the mall, Clarence is a great name to have. That's where he's my favorite designer. Anyway, so what I also wonder about as Christmas is where do we get the idea that we could sit around a dead tree in our house and eat candy from dirty socks? It makes me wonder. Why do we sing, you know, Dancer and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen when we don't? We don't know them. So why do we sing that? And mistletoe, that's a very interesting Christmas tradition. And I think it's a good Christmas tradition. I think people can, you know, mistletoe can come in very handy over Christmas unless you realize that the original Latin word for mistletoe, which is viscum album, I believe it is, it actually means, (laughs) I'm not kidding here, mistletoe from the original Latin actually means dung on a twig, poop on a stick. You know what's brown and sticky? A stick. (laughs) Anyway, poop on a stick, dung on a twig, that's what mistletoe actually means and makes me wonder if I want to keep doing that tradition when I think about that. I hope I, I didn't ruin that tradition for you guys. It also makes me wonder why we picked mistletoe. And really, it comes from birds because birds, well, I won't go into the whole detail. You can look it up yourself. But <laughs> couldn't we pick something else to kiss under the, the, the holiday traditions? Something else I wonder about with mistletoe is, and this is according to plantlife.org.uk, is that from kissing traditions at Christmas to ancient fertility rites, mistletoe has long been regarded as a magical plant, according to plantlife.org.uk. It's a magical plant, which ties right into perfectly back into the wonder, because the wonder of Christmas is the magic of Christmas. The magic of Christmas is the wonder of Christmas. I think one reason why Christmas and the holidays are so special to us is because it takes us back to our childhood. We celebrate children big time at Christmas, whether they're adult children or young children, but we always think about the young children. We think about Santa Claus. You want to talk about wonder. I mean, Santa Claus, the whole story of of Santa, and it's just magical, right? How he does all that in one night. I mean, the magic of Santa Claus is just, I mean, we could go on and on just on that talking about children what about the magic of baby jesus i mean like ricky bobby says in talladega nights and i talk about this all the time but i love this quote it's it's a great christmas quote you wouldn't think of talladega nights as a necessarily a christmas movie (laughs) but i would because that's kind of how i wander as i wander instead of i wander as i wander anyway when he says they're they're getting ready to pray for the food and he says everybody loves the baby jesus And it's so true. Everybody loves the story of the baby Jesus. They love the story of Santa Claus, the wonder, the magic of that, the magic of God having a son and sending him down to earth, not as a conqueror, as a fighter, as a judge, as a warrior, as as someone to come and, and, and kick some butt, but as a baby that was tender and fragile and relied upon a teenage girl. Mary was probably just a teenager when she had him 2,000 years ago. The wonder of that is just, it's just magical. And then you think about when you were a kid, I think, like I said, I'm getting to the point of one reason why Christmas is so great is that we don't just celebrate Christmas. We don't just celebrate rather our children and children in general, but we celebrate us as children. We go back to our favorite Christmases, our favorite Christmas traditions. We go because when you're a kid, you can hear the bell on Polar Express. 
right? And if you haven't seen that movie yet, uh, that's a little trigger, not trigger. It's a, it's a warning. It's a, uh, what's that called? Um, it's a, anyway, if I blew it for you on Polar Express, it's been out like 20 years, I think. So if I blew it by letting you know the ending, I, I apologize, but it has been 20 years. So anyway, the scene in Polar Express where only those who believe in the magic of Christmas can hear the bell ringing and that's why the adults can't hear it but the kids can hear it because the kids they're tuned into the magic of christmas i don't know if you know this there's a actually an ancient saying it was in the bible where jesus himself he's grown up now and he says unless you become like little children you don't understand the kingdom you don't get to experience a kingdom like little children do because little children believe in the wonder of christmas It's the magic of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas is the magic of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas is the peace of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas is the hope. It's the power. The magic of Christmas is the wonder. But I feel like we've lost a lot of the wonder, just like in Polar Express, because adults tend to lose the wonder. I mean, think about... It's a wonderful life. The wonder I'm talking about here that makes Christmas so powerful is the same wonder that also makes life so powerful. And I want to talk about how to get that. It's really simple to get that. It really is. But first, we need to talk about the wonder and talk about why it's so important. Think about Christmas as a four-year-old and then think about Christmas as a 40-year-old. Not just the ability to hear the bell like on Polar Express, but a four-year-old is so wrapped up and caught up in the magic of Christmas. They can't wait for Christmas. And Christmas comes and they wake up early. They run down there. They're ready to open the presents. I don't know if you've done this or not. I'm not saying I have. I've just heard rumors of people going down there when they're kids and peeking at the presents, shaking the presents, even opening the presents and trying to rewrap them again because the wonder of Christmas, the magic of Christmas is just off the charts for a four-year-old. They are so excited. But a 40-year-old, on the other hand, is worried about how are we going to pay for this? Like my one of my another favorite lines of Christmas comes from the Christmas song that says, "We spend a whole lot more for Christmas, but so what?" Spend a lot more than what we got, but so what? And that's kind of what I have to fall back on sometimes. Oh boy, I spent too much, but now I'm stressed out about Christmas. I'm stressed out about the presents. I'm stressed out about the parties and about the schedule that I have to go through. Like we talked about last podcast, a 40 year old gets more stressed out about, I spent more on Christmas for my kids and for my spouse than I should have. How am I going to cover that? Oh, well, so what? But the, the four year old versus a 40 year old at Christmas is what I'm talking about. The wonder of Christmas versus the stress of Christmas wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. That movie would never sell as it's a life, right? Well, I guess it would. It's called Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) That should be the name for Napoleon Dynamite. Like it's a life. That's all it is. There's nothing to that movie. There's, there's no plot. There's, I mean, the movie is just, it's a life. It's just a life, right? James Stewart would never, that movie never would have sold as if it was just called it's a life. You got to put that word wonder in there. And it's not just a wonder life. It's a life full of wonder. In fact, Man, you've heard the Christmas movies and, and you and maybe even read this at the Christmas time, but there's a another old saying that's in the Bible, um, Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, and it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. You guys may have heard that scripture verse before, but then it says, And his name shall be called Wonderful 
counselor, mighty God, prince of peace. And some translations of the Bible put the comma after counselor, wonderful counselor, which explains what kind of counselor this baby Jesus is going to be when he grows up in, in that passage, which was written like 700 years before Jesus ever came around, which is crazy. But a lot of other translations put the comma after wonderful, which I like it because then wonder is explaining that, that this Jesus is, is wonderful. His name is wonderful. Baby Jesus is the magic of Christmas. The whole idea of him coming to earth and in a manger and a stable and those were not the best of situations. It's it's just crazy, but everybody loves the baby Jesus. The wonder of that. The wonder of Santa Claus. The wonder of it all. That's the the magic of Christmas. But we tend to lose it. And like it's a wonderful life. The ver- first half of that movie, the first two thirds of that movie are the same, the circumstances are the same as the last third or the last fourth of the movie. But James Stewart, the main character, is two different people. Only because his eyes were opened by an angel named Clarence. (laughs) He saw the wonder of life again. It was just, it's a life in the beginning of the movie. It isn't until the end that it becomes wonderful drops in there and it becomes, it's a wonderful life. The wonder I'm talking about is the difference between James Stewart, the main character. I wish I could remember his name. Hello, it's been around forever, the movie. But his main character is stressed out and he's busy and he's, he's trying to survive. He's trying to live. He's trying to get through life, let alone the holidays. He's trying to get through life and he's just ready to end it all. He's ready to end it all. He thinks he's worth more dead than he is alive. And then Harold or Clarence, the angel, Hark the Herald, Hark the Clarence angel shows up. And all of a sudden, the wonder comes back to Jimmy Stewart. That's what I'm talking about. The wonder of life is the last part of the movie with Jimmy Stewart versus the first part. The wonder of life, it doesn't change the circumstances of life, but it changes us. I'm not just talking about the wonder of Christmas here. I'm talking about the wonder of life. Because if you can grab a hold, let's start with the wonder of Christmas. Let's start with the magic of Christmas because that's where the peace is. That's where the power is. That's where the the hope is. That's what it's all about. If we can grab that at the Christmas time, especially if we can learn to grab it during the stressful time of Christmas and and go back and visit our four-year-old versus hanging out in the 40-year-old body of us. Like, or, And you notice I didn't say an eight-year-old versus an 80-year-old. An eight-year-old still has the wonder of Christmas, just like a four-year-old does. But an 80-year-old also does because at 80, we're grandparents again. We've lived through life. We've lived through it's a life. And we see what's important. And a grandparent loves watching his grandchild or her grandchild over the holidays open up Christmas presents. A grandparent has gone through life, realized what really, for the most part, has really realized what is important in life and what isn't important. They've realized the hope parts of life, the magic parts of life. They've put wonderful, has entered back into their life. A a grandparent understands Christmas, and it's a magic to them as well as they just sit back, and they don't care about the presents themselves. They care about watching their children and their grandchildren open up gifts. So an 8- and an 80-year-old both have the wonder, but... Sometimes a 40-year-old, a 25-year-old, I don't know where it gets to where we tend to lose our wonder, but somewhere along the path, it's easy. We don't hear the bell anymore. We have lost the magic of Christmas. We've lost the wonder of Christmas, and we've lost the wonder of life. But when we add wonderful, put wonderful in the middle of it's a life and make it it's a wonderful life, 
the circumstances don't, don't necessarily change, but just like Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life, everything else changes. The circumstances are still rough, but he can't believe he sees his kids again. He gets to hug his wife again and kiss his wife again and kiss his kids and hold his kids and all that other stuff. It's just money. It's just stress. But what's really important becomes alive to Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life because he tasted of the wonder again because his eyes were opened by Hark the Clarence Angel. (laughs) So wonder, not just of Christmas, we need to keep the wonder in Christmas because wonder replaces it. We should need to replace the stress of Christmas with the wonder of Christmas. Now, let's just wrap this thing up and talk about how do we get the wonder of Christmas? We all know that wonder is powerful. Wonder is, you know, hopefully by now you realize that the wonder of Christmas is the magic, is the hope, it's the power of Christmas, but it's also the magic, the hope, and power of life. Speaking of the wonder of Christmas, by the way, I wanted to say this in the beginning, but I'm just kind of looking around the room and I'm staying at T. Volio Benet in New Richmond. It's a bed and breakfast. And I've talked about it here before. Our last podcast, I'm still here. I've been traveling. I've only been home about four or five days in the last uh, month and a half, two months. And so I can't wait to get home. I get to go home. Um, by the time you hear this, I'll be home. I'll be flying home on Monday when this is, when this was posted, but I'm sitting here in this old, like Victorian 150 year old house. Everything is maroon and dark and the uh, colors, the out, out there. It looks like Christmas. It looks like a Christmas house. And I'm staring at this fireplace in my room. I got this great big, huge copper bathtub. Like you'd see in the Western movies, um, pounded copper. I mean, this place is so peaceful and I've just been lost in the wonder of this. I've got a lot of stuff to do while I'm here. A lot of places I'm speaking, but I've taken some time to not just worry about all I'm going to speak about all the stuff that I'm going to do, but I've taken time to take more time to just breathe in and to just fill my life with the wonder right now. I walk several blocks out in the cold to, to grab a, a chai with a little bit of eggnog in there for the, for the holidays. And I, and I just, I, I'm enjoy, I'm getting lost in the wonder of Christmas because I'm pausing when somebody wonders they pause just like we started the podcast with, Hmm, I wonder when you wonder something, you have to pause to wonder something. Every time you wonder there's a pause there, just like that comma in that quote, his name shall be called wonderful counselor, almighty God, Prince of peace. There's a comma after each one of those. And when you say his name shall be called wonderful, there's a comma there. You got to pause in that. That's where wonder comes from. Wonder comes from the pause. Hurry is the enemy of wonder. Stress is the enemy of wonder. The noise, 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 constant, 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 go, 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 go. This is what replaces the wonder. And to get the wonder back, all you have to do is put the comma in the right place. All you have to do is just say wonderful comma. All you have to do is pause for a moment because that's where wonder comes from. If we just keep on going and the stress is there and we got to attend everything, it destroys the magic of Christmas. It destroys the wonder. It destroys the wonder of life, not just of Christmas. We got to take time to pause. We can do that. The good news is in a busy shopping mall, we can do that in a loud party. All you have to do is pause for two seconds. Maybe you could pause a dozen times while you're at the mall. Just go around the corner for a second and just breathe in. 
hold that for a second and then let it out and then go back to your screaming kids, you know, or go back to the shopping, whatever, but take some moments to pause. And if you can pause longer, then pause longer. Sit on a bench with a coffee in the shopping mall and watch people go by and wonder how excited those children are going to be at Christmas. Wonder about how excited that parent is going to be when they, their child opens a present or when their spouse opens that present. Sit back and wonder. Just sit wander as other people wander. Pause for a second. Christmas, the more pauses we can give it, the better. And if you can give it a day pause or an hour pause or 10-minute pause, but if you can't give it a 10-minute pause, then maybe give it just a 10-second pause several times throughout the day. Pause. Stop just for a second and wonder. Fill that moment with something you are thankful for because there's always something to be thankful for, like we talked about last week. There's always something to be thankful for. So when you pause, fill that moment with something to be thankful for. And it might not even have to do anything. If you can't think of anything that has to do with what you're going through right now, with what you're stressed about right now, think of something else. Think of the fact that you can actually think, that you can actually can pause. Fill that moment with something you're thankful for. Or fill that moment with a memory that you have, maybe of Christmas, maybe of life a time when you did something well, and if all you have is one go-to, then keep pausing and thinking about that go-to thing because what it's going to do is it's going to feed on itself, and pretty soon, the more thankful you are, thankfulness feeds on itself. Happiness feeds on itself. So does despair. So does anxiety. So does stress. So what we have to do is to stop all those things, we've got to pause and replace that stress with a moment of what I'm thankful for, with a moment of a good memory. Listen to music that makes those memories come up. Watch movies that have good memories in them for you. Pause for an hour and a half, two hours, and watch a movie. Take yourself out to a movie. Go get your favorite treat and just pause at that table while you eat that treat, that snack. Just pause before you take that, your favorite meal, you're at a restaurant, before you take that meal. And I think that's why a lot of people pray for their meal. What they're really doing is they're pausing to be thankful for that meal, telling God, thank you for that meal. But before you take that, that corn dog, before you take that cotton candy, before you take that, that whatever it is that you like to eat or at Christmas, before you take your Christmas treat, that sugar cookie, just take an extra second before you put that sugar cookie in your mouth and think about how good the sugar cookie is going to taste. I love them when they're frozen with that sugar coating frosting on the top. Oh, man, with the little sprinkles on the top that, or the little beads. The, the Oh, man. <laughs> Just pause an extra second, an extra moment before you take a bite of that cookie. And then pause every time you take a bite of that cookie and just be in that moment. Put a comma there before you bite down. That's what replaces the stress and the anxiety and the despair, even for just for a moment, it replaces it with the wonder. And when the wonder comes back, so does the magic, so does the hope, so does the peace, so does the power, not just of Christmas, but of life as well. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Hmm. 
I wonder as I wander. I wonder if life isn't perfect. Can I still be happy? Steve Ace.